views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. Oh, my gosh, I scared myself right there because now I'm in the studio and it's like boom. It's like a boom sound. Uh, Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. Hi, Mr. Benny. Hi. Happy New Year. I get to say belated belated birthday to you. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. I Facebooked your birthday, though. Oh. Isn't that like so impersonal? That is like the rudest thing you can even. I Facebooked you on your birthday. Which account? Because I have two. (laughs) That's how cool I am. You do? Uh, Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> who does it? I mean, I thought it was insensitive. Everybody said, you got a Facebook Benny on his birthday. And I'm like, that is really? And then I found out if you don't, that's a problem. That's like you didn't see my birthday on Facebook. I do my best to address and like everyone that says thank you or wishes me a happy birthday. And then at the end of the day or the start of the next day, then there's the blanket statement of, wishing everyone a, a thank you very much. And so oh. then it covers the whole gamut and then I can move on with my life. Oh, very good. That's what I love. That's everyone what I love adopt, about you. Everyone should adopt that. You're Mr. Inclusive. <laughs> thank you. Make my day. Uh, we got a great show. We have a great couple of shows here today. And, you know, somebody said to me, we always hear you every day say you got a great show. And that's because every day that's how I feel about it. Um, someone asked me the question, do you ever have a bad day? And I said, you know what? I don't. Um, I don't have a bad day. I have moments where I wish I could do a rewind. And with those moments, I turn those over to spirit. But nowadays, I don't have a bad day. That doesn't mean that that there isn't stuff going on. But I look at the world very differently. And that's because I'm getting older. I don't have any other reason for it. Uh, I'm excited about today's show for a lot of reasons. You know, growing up, uh, I had so many different ailments go on with me as a kid. You know, things that baffled doctors. And, you know, I didn't know that because they never talked to you about them because you're a kid. You don't you're not part of the conversation. Um, And I got to see especially what happens in the world as we evolve and things change. One of the things we've discovered these days is that pretty much if there's something going on in your body, there's something in your mouth that's giving you an indication of it. And I read an article on that recently. But today I'm going to bring, you know, and introduce you again to the expert who can talk to this. You know, today we're going to talk about what's new in dentistry. And when I say that, it's it's a multi-layered conversation. You know, it's a conversation about areas of our lives that have to do with health and wellness. And, you know, if you think about this, 
it it was not too long ago where you weren't really we weren't having that conversation about dentistry. Nobody's really talking about that. There are a couple of people like Dr. Jim Rosenwald turning me here today that was. But basically, that wasn't going on in the mainstream. So today, what we're going to talk about with him is what's new, what's important, what we should be mindful of. You know, what are some of the things that you probably don't know about or maybe you do know about but don't really know what to do about? Uh, I'm so thrilled to have Dr. Jim joining us here today because he's someone that stepped out into the world to help people, not just in his practice, not just in what he does, but in the community. You know, he's someone that truly believes in the, the, in the collective. And, you know, basically when we're looking at the world these days, it is all about collaboration. It is not about competition. And, you know, today um, I get to talk with him about his journey, what he did after an amazing, an amazing uh, education at the University of Washington, you know, what it's like for him to be in, in a practice that really has a high standard for dentistry. And that really, for me, is something very important. You know, he's earned the prestigious designation of fellow in the Academy of General Dentistry. You know, he attends continuing education and seminars, and he educates all of the people that walk through his doors. He's got an incredible team of people. And, you know, I know a lot about team. So today, whether it's talking about cosmetic surgery, restorative, implant dentistry, all of the routine preventative care that we now know is so important, over 30 years of his experience, commitment, passion, and purpose is what the conversation is about when we talk with him about his practice, his team, and what life is about. So today, we get to chat with him about what is new. What is it in the world that we live in that he is now out in the forefront about? Uh, Dr. Jim, it's good to have you. Nice to be here. Happy New Year to you, happy too. Happy New Betty, Year. Uh, happy birthday. Thank yes. you. Yes, yes. Um, you know, Dr. Jim, when you hear me kind of talk about this a little bit, you know, when you hear me talk about sort of the evolution of things and how we now are looking at dentistry very, very differently. You know, it used to be, uh, how did my how did my periodontist put it once? You know, there are some things he said that I know I need to talk to you about and talk to others about, but it's just not legal for me to do that. You know, the world of connecting dentistry to overall health help was just not apparent, was it? Well, you bring up a lot of good points. And you asked a question about what's new in dentistry. And it's not like we can open the door and go from yesterday (laughs) to tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It's a constant evolution. And um, the materials change the way we use the materials change. And then also how we see the interaction with the rest of the body. There's there's a lot of evolution. I And I've been around long enough that I've seen things change and not work. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. I was early in my career going to be the first guy on the block to do everything. And there was a wonderful new material that came out, a filling material that I embraced. And I put in people's mouths. And six months later, they were, instead of being tooth colored, they were turning gray and not everybody's mouth, but some people's wow. mouths, mm-hmm. and I had to replace all of that. And I learned manufacturers sometimes will make claims that 
clinical evidence doesn't really support. So I kind of have matured in my practice to learning and seeing and then letting somebody else try being not on the cutting edge, but real close. Right. I want to make sure something's going to work before I deliver that to my patient. Mm -hmm. Um, So when we talk about what's new, it's really what's changing and where are we going. Speaking of materials, there's a technique now called overbonding, which is using materials we've used for years, but in a new way. There's a, a dentist who is teaching these techniques and has developed ways that we can do things to to build teeth up, to close spaces between teeth. Or the old problem we had in dentistry was little black triangles down by the gums, mm-hmm. little spaces that were not easily added to or closed successfully. And, and with his techniques, uh, we're using the same materials, but we're we're using them in a slightly different way that gives us just great abilities to improve people's smile. And and this is considered an additive technique. So we're adding to the teeth. We don't have to grind the tooth down to put a crown on or a veneer or to put a filling in. A lot of dentistry is reductive. We take away part of the tooth in order to restore it. And, of Mm -hmm. course, that weakens the tooth. With this new technique, we're just adding on and building up and actually probably reinforcing the tooth to make it stronger at the same time that we're improving somebody's smile. So it's just so awesome to be able to deliver that and give that gift to the patient, making their teeth stronger and improving their smile. And and so that's one of the new restorative techniques right. that, that um, I would consider what's new in dentistry. I would, right. I would put that there. My partner... My associate, uh, Dr. Susan Dr. and I. Dr. Susan, yeah. Yeah, we we have gone, uh, both of us, to a, a couple of full-day courses on just using this technique, in the, and we've done that in the last six months. And we've changed things that we've been doing for years and years, mm. the way we do them, to get better results. You know, I, I think what you're talking about is so interesting because I don't even imagine how we're keeping up these days. And what I mean by that is that You know, there are things like that, that back in the day, as Benny likes to say, we didn't have the Internet. We didn't have a way to connect. And, you know, if you found out about it, maybe word of mouth, maybe a travel. Uh, But now what I hear you talking about is there are ways that you all get plugged in and, you know, present this material and study this material. Um, What would you say in, you know, for you? I mean, that's incredible because you're right. I mean, the the grinding away and the removing in order to add things on, um, it was kind of foreign for people, I think. Just a common sense. Yeah, and it is it is necessary in some instances. Mm-hmm. But now we have another tool in our toolbox right. where we can, we can provide a better benefit, a healthier benefit with less invasion and, and less destruction of tooth structure. Um, it, it's just one more one more thing we can offer and one more thing we can be excited about. I love it. I, yeah. You know, the the smile on people's face when they walk out is yeah. so good. And, and, and this is, I think you referred to this as, is it additive dentistry? Yes. Additive. What a great, I mean, that's actually really kind of cool to think about that because even if you know nothing about it, your patients must get it, right? Well, yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, they love the conservative nature 
the fact that we can preserve instead of destroy in the process and support parts of the teeth that uh, that may be chipping otherwise, uh, preventing those crowns and veneers. And it's not that I don't love doing crowns and veneers. Right, there right. is a time and a place for those. And right. We do a lot of those, and they're beautiful. But here we don't have to take away part of the tooth in the process. And and uh, it's just very cool. It's, 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 Sounds really It cool. makes me feel good, and, of course, my patients love it. Right. And, and uh, it's that connection. I think we talked about that yeah, last we time. Did. It's the... You know the the connection with the with the patient and and the dentist and and uh, that's why I keep doing it. I, know. I, I love it. You know. Well, tell us a little bit about uh, about your practice, uh, Rosenwald and Associates. And Dr. Susan was on uh, last month. It was very fun. It, isn't I'm she sure, great? I'm sure you. I'm hoping you guys are going to come together and we'll do like a whole hour. I think that yeah. would be like super, wouldn't it? Um, she, she is just. But awesome. then, who, then who's in the office? The, right. Okay. Um, tell us a little bit about, you know, the evolution of your, your work. You know, I mentioned 30 years ago, um, but there are so many facets to who we become when we're doing our passion. Tell us a little bit you about know, Dr. that Pat, for you. When I, when I graduated, first of all, I went in the service for a couple of years um, and uh, as a dentist. And then I came back and I began teaching at the University of Washington Dental mm-hmm. School because I thought, I love teaching, and maybe that's really where I want to be. Mm. So I would practice half a day, and then I would teach half a day. And over time, I began to feel like I wasn't growing. I was teaching the same thing over and over. And so I slowly backed out of the teaching and and just went into full-time practice. But after a few years, I got um, missing the academics. Mm. So I went back the university for three years on a postgraduate program in full mouth reconstruction. And it was a wonderful program where we were able to come every three months and spend uh, three full days and then go back to our offices and work. So we didn't have to close our practices. They only accepted six people every three years. And and I will tell you, I got turned down the first time, Mm -hmm. but I applied again and I got in and it was wonderful. It was, it was a, a terrific experience for me to learn and grow and, and just expand my confidence and my knowledge base. And um, since that time, I have done some lecturing at, at the you know uh, as a guest lecturer um, and participated in a lot of study clubs and and just shared. I absorb just as much as I give out, probably more. You know, you when you teach, you yeah. learn, and um, and so it's it's kind of a mutual exchange. Yeah, and. Uh, I'm selfish enough to want to benefit from that and and steal all I can and and um, you know surround myself with good people. Right. Uh, I think we talked last time yeah. about patients that come to my office and their response to my staff is every bit as important as their how they feel with me. And luckily, they feel pretty good. So yeah. that works. Well, it it does work. And you know, I, I had a really interesting conversation with someone not too long ago who talked about the consumer. Um, and you know, he, he, he's a friend of mine and he talked about the changing nature of the consumer and what he said was exactly what you're talking about. He said the the businesses that are going to thrive in the next decade are the businesses that show that extra care and concern for the general being of people. He, and, and I asked him why, and he said, because even though we're in a high tech world and it's going to continue to be like that. Our human nature is to connect and people will 
intuitively and, and psychologically go back to people that they believe care for them. And so I think what you're talking about is, is so very important. I also think that you're, uh, you're really special in that way. Oh, I think you're you. really special in that way. Um, and even in today's busyness, you're still very special in that way. Because here you are talking about the people that come through your doors, and most of the doctors and dentists that I get to talk with are talking about how little time they have for their patients. Um, you know, I think that uh, for me, I want to ask you, what gets you up every day? You know, what is it about your approach to caring for people that, you know, came to the forefront for you? I mean, it's kind of like some people have it and sometimes a light bulb goes on and sometimes the light bulb doesn't go on. It just doesn't. There's there's a couple of easy answers mm-hmm. to that. Number one is when I go to my office, I get to see friends, mm. many of whom I have treated for several years. I'm treating mm. children of patients that I had uh, early on. And it's it's that connection. It's the relationships. Mm-hmm. That's really probably the biggest thing. And I don't think I'm the only dentist to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had uh, another dentist in my practice up to about six months ago who retired at 78. Mm. He loved his patients. He would still come in one day a week to see them, and they loved him. And it's that relationship that I think keeps a lot of us dentists loving what we do. Mm. Secondly, I'm a gadget guy. I'm a a, a, a Uh hands guy. I like to touch and fix and feel. And the other day I took apart the door mechanism in my front door because it wouldn't work. I didn't want to call somebody else to come do it if I could do it Mm -hmm. myself. And I took that thing apart, having never seen it before, and figured out how it worked and filed and reshaped a few pieces and made it work. Wow. And it wasn't the dollars I was going to save by calling the locksmith. It was, I like to tinker. Yeah. I love the materials in dentistry. I love tinkering. I love fixing. I love that part of the physical part. Mm -hmm. So it's the people and then I get to have fun. It's like my, as I tell my patients, they, when they ask if I'm going to retire, I say, why would I retire? This is my hobby and you guys pay me? Mm. I mean, why I would be pretty stupid to give that up. So it's it's the um, the relationship with the people is really the thing that draws me to the office every day and where I have fun. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I want to make sure folks know the best way to find out more about you. They definitely can go to the website. We right. Our website, www.smilebig.com. And what's the phone number? It's 425-454-4040. Okay. So I want to talk about something may or may not be related. I want to talk about snoring. Great topic. <laughs> there are so many commercials on television about snoring. Are we, I mean, I know we must be in an epidemic state in order for somebody to spend that much money on advertising about snoring. Um, But recently I heard that there's some relationship between snoring and dentistry. Is it true? Not only is it true, now if you go in for a medical procedure, Mm. many times they'll say, have you been diagnosed with sleep apnea? And most people, many people don't even know what that is. Tell Um, people what that is. 
You mentioned snoring, and, yeah. and now we're mentioning sleep apnea. Two different things. Right. Snoring is the noise we're all familiar with. Oh, boy, that, are we ever. You know, people joke about that comes as you're asleep and your throat closes a little bit, your tongue relaxes, and, and you make this vibratory noise. Mm-hmm. And then your spouse nudges you, and um, so I'm told I don't know that. Are you a snorer? <laughs> Benny, are you a snorer? Only if I don't get enough sleep. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And lately I have been getting enough because I'm okay. smart. All right. Very smart. All right. Sleep apnea is where a person will stop breathing mm. during the night, and it can mm-hmm. be for different reasons, one of which is when your throat closes, it can totally close, and you just don't get air until all of a sudden you almost violently or, or at least with great effort force in or out of breath. The other way is central sleep apnea. That's where your brain doesn't tell you to breathe and your oxygen levels drop till suddenly the the level of, of the carbon mm-hmm. dioxide in your blood rises to the point it sends a message to your brain, get this guy breathing, and all of a sudden you breathe. There's a lot of association with increased blood pressure and other health risks mm-hmm. with sleep apnea. So snoring is the noise. Sleep apnea is where you stop breathing. Mm, wow. Interesting that you asked that because that we send patients to have sleep studies to find out, are they just snorers? Do they have sleep apnea? And if they have sleep apnea, is it mild or moderate or severe? And is it caused by just obstruction of their airway, or is it an actual central sleep apnea? Mm-hmm. Many people have heard of the CPAP machine that's worn at night for people to force oxygen into their airway to raise their level of oxygen, and that's indicated for people with central sleep apnea. But many, many, many people have mild to moderate obstructive sleep apnea, wow. and that's where dentistry can help. How, how so? We can make this is fascinating. Well, it it it's really it really is fascinating. I when I decided to get involved in that, I wanted to send my patients to a sleep center to have a sleep study, which would tell us do they have mild or moderate or severe, and what's the best treatment for that. Being a glutton for punishment, before I was going to send my patients, I said, I'm going to go there myself because I want to see what my patient's going to go through before I commit them to going there. Mm-hmm. So I went, spent the night, got all wired up with 32 little electrodes. Wow. But mm-hmm. it's like go, you walk into a medical office and then they take you in a room that looks like a bedroom. You have all the comforts of home. Right. TV. It's, I mean, it's lovely. Wow. It's like being at a great hotel. So, all right. Except for these little wires, which are very, they're not uncomfortable, uh-huh. but- in the middle of the night, if you need to go use the restroom, you push a button. A guy comes in. He unplugs one central wire. And now you can get up and go. Uh-huh. And you'll come back. Anyhow, I went through the sleep study for the experience. And lo and behold, they told me I had mild to moderate sleep apnea. So the the um, the treatment for that is to make a mouth appliance that when you sleep, it's like a night guard or a bite guard. And... It holds your lower jaw slightly forward, Mm -hmm. and that can be adjusted to different degrees, keeping the airway a little more open, letting the air flow in and out more easily. 
So I said, well, I'll make, I'll get one of those made myself. So we made one for me, which I've now been wearing six or seven weeks. My wife notices that I'm not snoring. And also my, just the sounds of my breathing are much more even. And um, I'm going to go back and have a follow-up sleep study okay. now with this device. What does the device look compare. like? It's if you were to envision a athletic guard that you yeah, would yeah, wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that, except you have one on the upper and one on the lower. Uh-huh. And there's different styles, but basically the devices are hooked together, mm-hmm. holding so that when you when you have bit into it, yeah. your lower jaw is forward. Wow. Four millimeters, five millimeters, a certain amount, and then there are adjusters on the on the little device, so mm-hmm. we can increase that for you as needed, mm-hmm. and it still allows you to move your jaw. These things have been out for some time, but not to the degree of sophistication that they are now. I made some of these probably seven or eight years ago for a couple friends to try, and they were not very good. The appliances didn't have the adjustment, the freedom of movement. But now, back to what's new in dentistry, we we have developed appliances that allow a patient freedom of movement. They're really, I, at least I'm finding mine, very comfortable to wear. And um, the jaw is free to move, which is important. So with these kinds of devices... There are over-the-counter ones people can try, but they lack this adjustability, the freedom of movement, and they don't work as well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, what we do is is more sophisticated, yeah, but much more successful. Uh, you know, we're going to take a break. If you could stay on for a few more minutes, I know that we had you for a half hour. I don't mind if you if you got a, a little time. I really like to finish. I, I really like to continue this happy, with you if you have a minute. Happy to like do to it. do that. You know, because I think part of this is, you know, I had a really interesting conversation with a very dear friend of mine that snore, as my as my dad would say, snores like a truck driver. Uh-huh. Uh, and the conversation had to do with, can you actually even get a good night's sleep? Man, and, you know, you hear them talk about, oh, I woke myself up. I don't even understand how you even get a good night's sleep with that. So I think we're talking about a device that, yeah, would make your significant other feel a lot better, but it's got to have an implication on how well-rested people are. It's just, I, I mean, I, you know, it's really interesting. I had a friend that snores so loud that she snored so loud. Uh, she told me about this. She snored so loud that she fell out of bed. <laughs> it was so, that kind of that. But this is really a health issue. Mm-hmm. It's a health issue. Let's take a short break. Dr. Jim Rosenwald in the house. Lots of information. I'm glad he's staying because we've got more to talk about. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Joe. Talking in your sleep. Sleeping in your dreams. With some sweet love. Welcome. 
Welcome to Smile Big, nominee of Seattle's Top Dentist Awards. Here at Smile Big, we offer restorative, cosmetic, and preventative dentistry. Some of our regular dental services include tooth-colored fillings, crowns, bridges, implants, bleaching, cosmetic bonding, and complete smile restoration. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdener won't be smiling until you are smiling. Call now to schedule a visit with Seattle's Top Dentists. Our number is 425-454-4040. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com. Step into more inner and outer leadership in all facets of your life. This means being the CEO of your own destiny. Imagine a life of what you say goes. Lynn Brown, the host of Winning at the Game of Life, is going to help you activate the power in being present, owning your space, and harnessing all of your energy during her full-day workshop, Own Your Leadership, Own Your Life. Get ready to own your body, your relationships, your work, and your life. Lynn and co-facilitator Wendy Wolf have teamed up for a body and spirit experience that will transform you forever. Every person will receive two 20-minute sessions of body or aura work, amazing content, and a full one-hour healing session with Lynn or Wendy. Lunch is included. Space is limited. Sign up early and get an additional 20-minute session included. To register or for more information, contact Lynn at ruintuit.com or call 844-BE-INTUIT. Workshop is January 31st, 9.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. in downtown Bellevue. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you're ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com. Or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND. Get sophisticated with David and Philip Zarza. David and Philip touch on topics such as human potential, spirituality, pop culture, and purposeful living. Experience an insightful reading from David on what the universe has in store for you. Or reconnect with a departed loved one. Philip can look into an issue or anything else you may be dealing with. Go to GetSophisticated.com. That's S-O-P-H-I-S-T-I-G-A-Y-T-E-D.com. Or call 206-420-8660. Been talking in your sleep, sleeping in your dreams with some sweet lover holding on so tight, loving her the way. Welcome back everyone we're just having a blast here dr jim rosenwald in the house today and for those of you again let me just give you some information um please go ahead and uh, go to the website uh smilebig.com smilebig.com uh i like the little picture of the kid you got on there that Mm -hmm. is so cute um and then give out your phone number again for people that would love to connect with you directly and make an appointment here in bellevue at 425-454-4040 Forty, um, and then I have a little ping question. 
they wanted you to mention the overbonding process again. Sure. Um, overbonding. What's the question? I'm not sure. Just 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 tell people exactly what it is. Uh, I think it, you we refer to it additive dentistry. Right. Yeah. Right. Overbonding or additive dentistry is where we take materials we've worked with for many years, but we warm them and we have new ways of forming them that allow us to close spaces between teeth or black triangle spaces at the gum line, which for years have been very difficult for dentists to manage aesthetically for patients. And now we can, we can when, they, when patients smile and they have those little areas where the gum has receded, we can actually close those spaces aesthetically and functionally and healthily, which, which was, has been a problem. And so overbonding or additive dentistry, but overbonding specifically, uh, there's a bioclear method, it is called, of overbonding. Bioclear method Bi- of overbonding. Right. And um, that is the technique that we're, we have adopted, uh, Dr. Susan and myself in our office, and, and find it to be just very, very fun for us and, and uh, a neat additive thing we can do for our patients. Additive, I use that word again. but <laughs> Good. Well, it's additive uh, uh, as opposed to what we know of, where you, you remove things, you grind things down, right? Right. right. You know, and so that's, that's really, a, that's actually a major difference we're, in the we're process. We're reinforcing the tooth as well as mm-hmm. fixing the smile and not having to remove healthy tooth structure. Right. Which we, as you know, has to be done sometimes, but not, right. not with this technique. Mm-hmm. All right, great. Now let's get back to sleep apnea. Sleep apnea. And uh, you were sharing that you actually went through this process. And then what you ended up doing was you actually got a device. And, you know, the device was to help with sleep apnea and also to help with the snoring. And, you know, I was commenting a little bit about, uh, you know, a friend of mine snores so loudly, fell off the bed. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, it was that jarring, you know, the wake up from it. Right. Right. And, you know, so my what I think about is how does anybody that's that does snore like that actually gets sleep. I'm not really exact. I'm not a doctor in that way and I don't, I'm not familiar with it, but I would imagine that if there was a way to correct it, as you just described, more people would be looking into it, right? I think a lot of people that have the, the sleep apnea or, or snoring, if they're not being told about it, aren't even aware that they have it. And they wake up in the morning, they may not feel well-rested, or during the day they're tired. There's associations with increased blood pressure and other things that they may not be even aware of. It's becoming a popular topic in medicine and in dentistry, but it's new enough and, and people don't know to ask. And sometimes, you know, the health professional... Um, May it may be treating what the patient's presenting for and not inquiring, so it's kind of a unspoken, unknown issue that's yeah. out there. And, yeah. and if a person like I, I'm a great example, I always think I can sleep well anywhere, anytime. Um, and I'm just the opposite. But but maybe the reason I can sleep anywhere, anytime is because I wasn't sleeping as well when I was sleeping. When I went through the sleep study, just because I wanted to see what it was like and found out I had mild to moderate sleep apnea, I was surprised. But I said, wow. okay, we're, I'm going to make myself this device. And and it has made a difference. And as I say, I'm going to go back for a follow-up 
with the device to compare the two and uh, see what that shows. And I've actually got that scheduled here in a couple of weeks. So next time I talk to you, Dr. Pat, I can tell you what, what it showed us. I would love to because I think that, you know, for people, this is really we're talking about, first of all, sleep apnea could have serious consequences, mm-hmm. really could. Um, and, you know, secondly, you know, we're really talking about getting some relief and rest in a world that is so very busy. And if and if it could be done as as quickly by, you know, having something created for you, which would take care of it, uh, I think that is an enormous relief um, because, you know, there are many other things. And I, I think I, I was teasing kind of a little bit about all the commercials. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, you should see what's out there about snoring. I was shocked. I was like, oh, my gosh, where does that device go? How does what? What what does that thing look like? How does that work? Um, I wanted to get back to the, you know, talk to you a little bit um, about, you know, that world of helping your patients, you know, beyond the, you know, yes, I've got a filling. Yes, I've got this. You know, your approach, as many people would say, is a holistic approach where you have a bigger conversation than you've got a cavity. What has that been like for you? When I went into dentistry, I was thinking of fixing one tooth at a time. You know, it it never occurred to me that things we would find in the mouth right. were going to affect somebody's life or, or just our conversations with people. Um, and I don't remember if I shared with you last time, but it, in the process of dealing with people, I've seen things in the mouth that, that were cancerous and, and of course, um, because we caught those things early, the patient had it removed and never needed right. major surgery, right. which which could be horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, we caught we saw something in the mouth that we didn't think was normal, and we sent the patient to his physician to be diagnosed with why is this happening. And it turned out he had an early brainstem tumor that was affecting his mouth. It never occurred to me that I would find those things. And I don't want to find them, but I feel so, so good about the path those patients went on and how much better their life path was because we found them. So I'm, you know, I'm sad that I'm sad for them that we found them, but I'm also happy that because we found them, their life was much, much, much better afterwards. And, and the patient with the brainstem tumor is, is functioning uh, perfectly fine now. Uh, you know, uh, so those kinds of things we see, we don't necessarily expect to see them, but we're always we're always looking for them. And, mm-hmm. and patients, patients sometimes will come in with teeth that are badly eroded because they have so much stomach acid and they oh, wow, regurgitate yeah. or there's bulimia or, uh, you know, the things that you don't the general public wouldn't think of as in in the wheelhouse of a dentist. Right. Yet we do get involved in those things and, and we do see signs and symptoms so we can get them mm-hmm. to the physician to control the acid yeah. or, you know, that there's, there are a lot of things that um, reflect themselves in yeah. the mouth as you, as you alluded to. Yeah. I mean, you know, and honestly what's happening in the world we live in every day, I read an article, you know, I, I read the articles I, I kind of as a background of a teacher, we read mm-hmm. these research articles, right? You know, we get them and we read them. And every day, you know, there's something that comes across our desk that really talks to, 
you know, the, you know, how we can look at our bodies. And I think someone wrote an article about a month ago that said, you know, your mouth is the baseline for your health. And, and, and it was not quite as, it was a little bit more catchy than just like that topic. But the bottom line was, is, and, you know, she wrote the article to just say, look, there are many, many things we can find here. Went on to talk about everything from the color of the tongue to so forth and so on. Um, so, you know, this is, this is a conversation where you're way far ahead of the curve. Now, we have a caller. And so why don't we see, Mr. Benny, if we could uh, bring our caller in? Yeah, Got we'll a question. A, yeah, Daniel's calling in from Bozeman, Montana. He had a question about fluoridation. Hey, welcome to the show. Oh, well, yeah, from far, far away. Oh, that's yeah, all right. Are, wondering... you, are you staying warm? Uh, it usually is. The real cold spell went to uh, the East Coast. Right, it did. It did. How can we help you today? All right, I was wondering uh, if you're on the forefront of the fluoridation question. Uh, there are claims that uh, fluoride gums up the pineal, cl- uh, the pineal gland that uh, is supposed to be the root of the spiritual third eye, and there's the real observation that fluoride was used as a thyroid suppressant in Europe for years, but has been abandoned. And uh, then the question is, uh, is our hypothyroid uh, problems in this country uh, stemming from uh, fluoridation, uh, mm. low th- thyroid action? So uh, now we're, the U.S. is using uh, more uh, fluoride than the rest of the world combined. Uh, are you seeing any uh, health problems with fluoridation, not about healthy teeth, but uh, other parts of our body. Well, let me just say this before Dr. Jim jumps in. Uh, Some of the questions you're asking are really medical questions, and there's a lot of information on that. And and as a matter of fact, we're going to do a future show on that, because what you're asking is really a multi-level question. And let me answer it from a medical point of view, from my research and what I've discovered. What I've discovered in the studies that are being done, or at least the articles and the research papers that have come across my desk, is there are these things that are called clusters in research. And what happens is that we throw clusters down on paper and we say, in the study we did, uh, snoring showed up with sleep apnea. I'm just giving you an example. Uh, Now, what the study doesn't say is, Snoring causes sleep apnea or sleep apnea causes snoring. And so from from what I've gathered from the medical research that I've come across, on, at least in my arena, it is a very complex scenario. It's a very complicated conversation. And, um, you know, honestly, for me, I'm waiting for someone to do a study that would really isolate some of the things you brought up, uh, thyroid issues, so forth. Uh, let me give you another example, and then Dr. Jim will jump in. Uh, I also read a study, and this is really the, this is the part, Daniel, right? Daniel, right? Yeah. This is the part that scares the, what's the word? I can't say it on air, out of me. Mm-hmm. I have a friend that's in research who said to me, Be careful for the research work that's being done. And I said, why? He said, there's so much controversy about pesticides and GMOs right now that research is being is being developed, which skirt around the whole GMO issue and the pesticide issue 
to get us pointed in an area that distracts from those items. So think about this for a minute, if you could. And this is what my friend left left me with, and I don't have an answer to it. He said, imagine water with fluoride. Now imagine that water that has runoffs from, I'm not going to mention the state of Washington, but runoffs from apple orchards, let's say. And those apple orchards are sprayed extensively with pesticides. What, how do we determine the overall effect of the water and how it affects our body? Now, I don't have an answer for you on that, and Dr. Jim's going to jump in. But all of your questions are so important, they're so valid, and there isn't a clear-cut answer that I know of. Thyroid, for example, if you had if you had a Mary Jane Mack on here, she would talk about the environmental conditions of cleaning uh, products in the home and how it, ch- it chokes the life out of a thyroid. So you see what I'm saying? It's a very complicated. It's a great question. But I want to hear what Dr. Jim has to say about fluoride. Well, first, I want to say, Dr. Pat, you're amazing because you pointed out such such good common sense about how you look at research. The problem we have with human research is you can't take a group of 200 babies and say, we're going to raise these 200 babies with fluoride and we're going to raise these 200 babies without, and then we're going to, we're going to look at their thyroids or, or pituitary glands or whatever it is you're concerned with because you can't do double-blind studies on humans with things that that you think are are bad because nobody's going to want to be in that you know in that study. Everybody well, actually, you're not even allowed good. to do it right. here in this country. Although there are some countries you can, but not here. Okay, but so so we don't have good control. We we have, as you say, anecdotal evidence or clusters or associations. And that doesn't mean the association's wrong, but it certainly doesn't verify or validify that it is right. Daniel, I'm going to tell you a, a couple of things that I do know are true. Number one, the fishing in Montana is great. I miss it. I wish I was over there. Um, I like Missoula, but I'm sure Bozeman is fine. Uh, the next thing is fluoride in the water. Uh, do you have a minute for me to talk to you about that? Oh, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I we're going to skip the break. We're just going to just keep going okay. with this. Because, Daniel, I, I was uniquely in a position to observe a population that had no fluoride in the water and then have fluoride put into the water and see what that did to the decay rate. Now, that I can talk to you about. That is the closest thing to a double-blind study or a real study you're ever going to see. What happened was... And I think I might have talked about this the last time I was on. You didn't Dr. talk about Pat's the study. Show. Okay. No. Uh, the, the, when I when I started my practice in Bellevue, Washington, there was no fluoride in the water. Every child, virtually every child that came to my office had cavities. We started a little smile club, a bulletin board that we would put up a picture of any kid with no cavities and leave it there for till their next visit. They put fluoride in the water that year. They started fluoridating the water. And fluoride in the water gets taken up in the forming teeth. So it's not effective immediately. But as the teeth are forming, with the benefit of the fluoride in the water, they become more resistant to decay. Ten years later, that one little bulletin board was now two walls full of pictures because those children 
were getting almost almost all of the children coming in were having no cavities. So this smile club grew from one bulletin board to two walls and was spreading till I finally moved my office and we stopped doing that. It is extremely effective at cutting down the rate of decay. That I can tell you. And that is a fact and that this is without controversy. It does stop decay and it does protect the teeth. The other things, there are no good controlled studies to say to answer your questions. I think they're good questions. I'm not They're dis- great questions. Yeah, I'm not discounting those. I or, can't or wait till we concerns. get an answer. Right. But but I do know that it that it definitely is beneficial dentally and um that's uncontrovertible or, or mm-hmm. anyhow yeah, it's it's true. The other things we don't know and it's unfortunate that we don't have ways to know mm-hmm. but we don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Daniel, I think we're we're so living in a very exciting time in our world, at least where I sit. Um, you know, and I get to talk to a lot of people about a lot of different things. Now, here, let me let me talk about something that's so far out of left field just to give you an example. Um, I got to uh, listen to an interview one of our hosts did, uh, Limelight Radio, with uh, Dr. Klinghart the other day, who is out in the forefront about Lyme disease, okay? Um, and he actually it lives here in Washington State. And he said something so controversial, but didn't get any slack for it. Here's what he said. He said, pretty much, thank goodness for mercury fillings. Now, (laughs) you would think, really, dude? And what he said was that, you know, and I'm paraphrasing, in the world he lives in, they're discovering that these fillings kill the co-infections of Lyme. I don't know if that's a good thing or a not good thing. I just hope for the day where we can get back to basic research, it's called, which is not funded by an entity that wants to come to the forefront and has a vested interest. You know, it's back in the day when research was research, where where institutions and colleges weren't subsidized by pharmaceutical industries or, or food industries. None of that was subsidized, and the research was basically, as they used to call it, pure. We just don't have that anymore. So, Daniel, we're looking to people like my friend Jim Hubble in Mexico, who's taking a product like, you know, the MMS solution and curing malaria with it. But he has to live in Mexico because they're going to run him into jail. So I'm going to take to heart your questions, Daniel, and hopefully— I will look for somebody that can really break down those questions to get you a better answer. How does that sound? Yeah, yeah. I'd I just say that we're educated enough here in Montana to know the phrase correlation is not causation. <laughs> but of course, that could work well with uh, all kinds of things that we're studying. Uh, yeah. Global warming uh, yeah. uh, may uh, just be correlated to something and not uh, the causation of uh a smokestacks. Uh, mm-hmm. Here in Montana, we're called the Saudi Arabia of coal, so we have a vested interest to uh, say, uh, cool it uh, before uh, you uh, change all, everything away from coal, because uh, we're, mm-hmm. we'll be able to share abundance of uh, the world if, if we uh, at least use up our coal. Yeah. Let me tell you this, and I'll end with this. You're so right about it. I sat around a research uh, a table once, you know, as part of a little advisory reviewing a paper. And there was a 
three and a half hour debate on one word in the conclusion of the paper. And you think to yourself, doesn't anybody have any better time on their hands than to do that? But if that one word had an adversarial relationship to the major funder of that particular research project, you bet people were going to argue for it. So we live in a really different world where we have to really start to dig like you did and call in and read in between the lines about the information we're getting. Daniel, thank you so much. Thank you so much for calling in. So much. Yeah, cool. Thanks. Dr. Jim, cool, right? That was fun. Who knew? That was fun. Who knew? Um, I got a couple minutes left, and I wanted to ask you, give us a summary, and, and what's your personal message? Oh, boy, you you blindsided me with that one, Dr. Okay, I, I'll make it easy for you. We, we have one minute left. How about the personal message? Uh, I, I uh, Gosh, I don't know what, what to say. I, um, I've been enjoying being here with you and, and having these discussions. And, and as far as dentistry, it's um, – or a message to, the, to mm-hmm. the people out there, you know, talk to your dentist. Make, you know, make sure that – you're heard. Uh, tell him your concerns yep. and uh, him or her, mm-hmm. and uh, and make sure that that they hear you and they and and be comfortable. Yeah. You know, it's it's a relationship. It's a and and uh, that's the most important thing. Mm. Thank you so much. Uh, go to the website. Let's give us your website and phone number again, please. Uh, www.smilebig.com, okay. and uh, the phone number four two five four five four. 40. And I can't wait till you come back. Hopefully you bring Dr. Susan, right? Thank you. Let's rock on. Well, everybody, let's take a short break here with the show. Uh, and we'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, go to the com, or go to, uh, let's see, Facebook, the Dr. Pat Show, Twitter, the Dr. Pat Show, uh, Transformation Talk Radio, and I'll tell you about the rest of the stuff coming later. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. to Smile Big, nominee of Seattle's Top Dentist Awards. Here at Smile Big, we offer restorative, cosmetic, and preventative dentistry. Some of our regular dental services include tooth-colored fillings, crowns, bridges, implants, bleaching, cosmetic bonding, and complete smile restoration. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdener won't be smiling until you are smiling. Call now to schedule a visit with Seattle's Top Dentists. Our number is 425-454-4040. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com. Step into more inner and outer leadership in all facets of your life. This means being the CEO of your own destiny. Imagine a life of what you say goes. Lynn Brown, the host of Winning at the Game of Life, is going to help you activate the power in being present, owning your space, and harnessing all of your energy during her full-day workshop, Own Your Leadership, Own Your Life. Get ready to own your body, your relationships, your work, and your life. 
Lynn and co-facilitator Wendy Wolf have teamed up for a body and spirit experience that will transform you forever. Every person will receive two 20-minute sessions of body or aura work, amazing content, and a full one-hour healing session with Lynn or Wendy. Lunch is included. Space is limited. Sign up early and get an additional 20-minute session included. To register or for more information, contact Lynn at ruintuit.com or call 844-BE-INTUIT. Workshop is January 31st, 9.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. in downtown Bellevue. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you're ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com. Or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND. Get sophisticated with David and Philip Zarza. David and Philip touch on topics such as human potential, spirituality, pop culture, and purposeful living. Experience an insightful reading from David on what the universe has in store for you. Or reconnect with a departed loved one. Philip can look into an issue or anything else you may be dealing with. Go to GetSophisticated.com. That's S-O-P-H-I-S-T-I-G-A-Y-T-E-D.com. Or call 206-420-8660. Welcome to Smile Big, nominee of Seattle's Top Dentist Awards. Here at Smile Big, we offer restorative, cosmetic, and preventative dentistry. Some of our regular dental services include tooth-colored fillings, crowns, bridges, implants, bleaching, cosmetic bonding, and complete smile restoration. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Aptoner won't be smiling until you are smiling. Call now to schedule a visit with Seattle's Top Dentists. Our number is 425-454-4040. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com. Step into more inner and outer leadership in all facets of your life. This means being the CEO of your own destiny. Imagine a life of what you say goes. Lynn Brown, the host of Winning at the Game of Life, is going to help you activate the power in being present, owning your space, and harnessing all of your energy during her full-day workshop, Own Your Leadership, Own Your Life. Get ready to own your body, your relationships, your work, and your life. Lynn and co-facilitator Wendy Wolf have teamed up for a body and spirit experience that will transform you forever. Every person will receive two 20-minute sessions of body or aura work, amazing content, and a full one-hour healing session with Lynn or Wendy. Lunch is included. Space is limited. Sign up early and get an additional 20-minute session included. To register or for more information, contact Lynn at ruintuit.com or call 844-BE-INTUIT. Workshop is January 31st, 9.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. in downtown Bellevue. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, 
provides you with a step-by-step -step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you're ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND.